him, I get very used to Mosley and Simcox, Mosley and Simcox. And then I've been having to throw some Garrett Ross in, and you were going to come back to us Monday, and you didn't make it back for various reasons. But now, now you join me for a couple of days. So um, I'm happy to have you. And, and Stephen, I'll take you for as long as I can. I mean, I'm not going to complain. Anytime I can get you on, Garrett's done a great job, but um, always fun to have you. And uh, I, I, I have to, I have to trust that you've missed being on with me. Uh, I hope you wouldn't say otherwise publicly, at least. And um, I am going to. Uh, this, this is a big day. We've got a lot to discuss, but just know that it's exciting to have you back on. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't know you had been on the air the last couple of weeks, so this was news to me. But I'm I'm glad to be un- back. That's unfair. The show has gone on. I know it's hard for you to believe that it's gone on without you, and the young Garrett Ross has done an excellent job, although the man has just elected. Some of us like to kind of create a long weekend, maybe kick off a little early on a Friday. This man, just like Wednesday nights, just like, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Now, that, now the smart, the, the, the pro tip is always to when the big boss heads out of town, which just happened, you, everybody should just go out of town. And I think Garrett understands that. Kind of like the big man's leaving town, I'm out too. So I, he's out there somewhere in East Texas. We wish him the best. I hope he's listening out there. And um, we'll get – let's go ahead and get the bad news knocked out. We've got some Baylor um, – uh, we got some game times for you to let you know and what TV stations. Don't get too excited. <laughs> if you love to stream football games, we've got the great schedule for you. All right? We, we're going to make a big announcement on that front with Baylor's first three games. We'll do that in a few moments. But uh, Stephen Simcox is one of the top college baseball minds in the country. And, Stephen, we were waiting to see. TCU came back and – had a big-time clutch hit late and came back to defeat Kansas State. They were down 6-3, but they came all the way back, and then they got the win against K-State, a team with some hot bats. K-State beat TCU in one of those last games of the regular season and came back and beat them, and that's how University of Texas won the Big 12 title because TCU couldn't quite close that thing out against the Wildcats. But TCU did beat Kansas State in the tournament, and so Baylor had to play Kansas State this morning. I cannot believe you had to play baseball at 9 a.m. That seems ridiculous, but whatever. They went two straight days. They go out there. Today, they get the 3-0 win. It's like, Hayden, here we go, buddy. Hayden Kettler, get out there and get with them. Just giddy up. So everything was looking nice, and then those K-State bats away. And the Wildcats put a hurting on the the COVID-slash-injury-shortened, depleted, I should say, Bears. Steven, you've been watching this thing from every angle. We'll get your angle on the whole Big 12 here in a minute. But first, bring us up to date on what, what happened today to the Bears and then what you think this means for their chances at being in the NCAA regionals. So Hayden Kettler, yeah, he was he was cruising and looked like he was going to get through the sixth inning. Baylor had a three nothing lead, and then gave up a couple home runs, back to back home runs, and that's what Kansas State does. Uh, they lead the conference in, in homers this year. 
So Rod went to the bullpen. Jimmy Winston came in, and he had a, a tough seventh inning. K-State tied it up. Um, then he went to Luke Boyd a little later in that inning. And after K-State scored a few more runs, they hit a big three-run homer there in the seventh to make it 9-3. to three. And Baylor was able to get a, another run but could not overcome that, and they fell 9-4. to four. So a, as far as what that means, it, it's not looking great for BU right now, at least – the projections I really thought yesterday of course they lost to Texas Tech and I felt like that would not hurt them too much because uh, Tech's a, a national seed team they're going to be in the top eight it appears but D1 baseball before that K-State game ended had Baylor as one of the first five teams out so they were on the outside looking in based on that projection and then they fall to K-State who um, their RPI is actually like 96 in the country I think the Wildcats are a better team than that but resume-wise, it does not look good. And, of course, you go two and out in the Big 12 tournament. You do not stick around long there in Oklahoma City. So I think the hope for Baylor is, does the committee look at this and say, okay, when Tyler Thomas is, was available and healthy, they were a really good team that came on towards the end of the year, beat Tech in a series in Lubbock, got two out of three there. Uh, and since he'll be available for the regionals, we should put them in because they are, you know, at full strength, they're a tournament team. But if, if they're just going to look at the the resume as a whole and kind of last few weeks, I think it's going to be really tough to, to see them sneak in the tournament. Boy, I hate it. I hate it because this team did turn things around. That was a big series win out in Lubbock. And they got this thing to about like 33 and 16 or 32 and 16 and then hit a little lull. Uh, went out there, had a great series against Oklahoma State, but just couldn't quite salvage the game out there but really could have won that series. I think if they win that series, they're just sitting in a better spot. And then they had rain, and they, I don't want to make excuses for them, but that was rough. That Oklahoma series was they, – they had to keep moving the times up, and then they had wait forever. And, uh, Stephen, the other day, I know you have not been paying attention to our show, a show that you've been a part of for many years, but we had Andy Thomas on. Man, was he good. Andy Thomas, that catcher for Baylor, it's going to really hurt me if Andy doesn't get to play in these regionals. I, I would go before the committee and just say, just based on Andy's career and who he is as a person alone, um, they should let Baylor in the tournament. But honestly, Baylor turned their season around and I think is worthy of the tournament, but I think you're right. I think it's now a long shot if they get in there and they're just going to need some special help uh, in terms of them trying to – to account for those things that you talked about. All right, uh, we do have a lot of folks in our audience who like Big 12 basket, uh, baseball. And, uh, and for, by the way, I'm trying to get this big-time new recruit on for Baylor basketball. This James Akinjo is now on campus. Stephen, he's taking what we like to call a Maymaster. All right, the young man has entered school. He's on campus. And he's doing some Maymaster activities. I love a good Maymaster. I don't think I ever took one of those, but I think that sounded like a kind of a, a fun idea. But for our Longhorns, for our Red Raiders, for our Horn Frogs, Stephen, if you would kind of break it down, it to, to my eye, as far as top national seeds, like top eight, um, I got to think, man, Tech and Texas are both worthy. Now, TCU fell down to like 14th in the country. I don't know where the latest rankings are, but the last time I looked, they were about number 14. And they hit a little bit of a lull late in the season. That was a big win to come back and beat K-State. 
and uh, and we'll see. They've got a uh, Stephen update us on what TCU's doing today, and then what you think is going to happen with these three teams. How, who's got things locked up? Obviously, all three are going to the NCAA regional, but also walk us through for our Pokes fans. Could Oklahoma State or Oklahoma peek into this thing? Feels like the last time I looked at Oklahoma's schedule, it's not. NCAA regional friendly. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State's was a little more so. So right, we'll start with Texas. Uh, they they are locked in as a top eight seed. I believe they're going to host a regional and super regional, regardless okay. of what happens today. They are playing right now in Oklahoma City in an elimination game, and they are currently up three to one on Oklahoma in the bottom of the seventh. Right. So if they hold on there, that's only going to help them. OU. Uh, losing today they'll be in a a similar situation to Baylor I think they're on the outside looking in I feel like Oklahoma State is firmly in Uh, they'll probably be a two seed in a regional because the the NCAA already named some potential host sites and they weren't part of it there's no way they could jump into that scenario but uh, they're they're firmly in the field and they have a chance to maybe make a run here with Texas not being as motivated in, in the Big 12 tournament um, Texas Tech and TCU are kind of on the fence. I think Tech is ahead right now, and they've got some impressive series wins against TCU and um, Texas this year. Those two teams, TCU and Texas Tech, play today. They play at uh, 4 o'clock after this Texas OU game. So that will probably go a long way in deciding who might get a national seed. And I, I believe there is an opportunity. Mississippi State is in that mix as well. Um, and, and people kind of thought they were firmly going to host both a regional and super regional, but they lost two games in the SEC tournament and quickly uh, got bounced. So they're headed back to Starkville, and that might provide an opportunity for a team to t- like TCU to uh, get back in that national seed track if they get to the uh, Big 12 title game. Good point on Mississippi State, because I saw Kendall Rogers comment on that uh, from that D1 baseball he, you should write for them, Stephen. I mean, you're kind of a D1 baseball type guy. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can reach out to Kendall if you're interested in that, Stephen. Um, that'll probably make, that'll probably ensure that you don't get a gig with them. But um, that'd be, <laughs> you're, you're good at that stuff. So um, I, I just kind of like looking at that overall thing. It's not looking good for the Bears. Love Steve Rodriguez. Love the team. I like watching this thing. And by the way, if you love streaming. Baylor games. You're going to love this Baylor football 2021 schedule. We just got the first three, got the first three games announced. All right, and uh, of course it was re- recently announced that Baylor athletics uh, are returned 100 percent capacity at outdoor venues, and then also Stephen uh, season tickets now on sale, and the, you know we got seven home games, many plans, and single game tickets. And and then we also got Stephen, our old buddy's favorite. Remember this? This was like ten days of programming. The tailgate guys. You can call the tailgate guys. Tailgate I forgot guys, about them. Oh man. Tailgategeguys.com forward slash Baylor dash university. And you could you could talk to the tailgate guys. I feel like I feel like that was I don't know. I, I should have been more on that story. I'm just not a big tailgater, okay? I like to go in there with a, you know, just like a, I don't like to have anything alter my mind. I'm already on these pain drugs for my back and neck. I don't need to be out there tailgating, drinking. Goodness gracious. But these tailgate guys were portrayed as the ultimate enemy. 
it was kind of like they were the enemies of the Baptist. They were going to come in here and maybe, you know, turn us all Mormon or something. I don't know. Uh, but, by the way, I like the Mormons. I really do. I like some of those tabernacles, and I kind of like some of the stuff they're up to. All right, Stephen, so without further ado, let me tell you, this is the Baylor football 2021 schedule. September 4th at Texas State. We already knew that. The start time will be 6 in the evening. Will I go down there to is that New Braunfels? Where are they? Where's Texas State? It's just right, right San there. San Marcos. Marcus. San yeah, Marcos, yes. I was thinking about that river. I like floating that river. Uh, San Marcos. I may go down there for this. You need to. This is, That's a rare road game against yeah. against Texas State. Yeah, yeah. Road game in front of 20,000. I don't know. These Texas State kids, they'll all show up. They'll be having their face painted. September 4th, that game's going to be on ESPN+. Plus. All right, Stephen? So that Big 12 now or whatever, that's, you'll get to see that there on ESPN+. Plus. The following week. Texas Southern rolls into McLean Stadium. Okay, our first home game of the season. We'll all be out there with the tailgate guys. Who are those people, Stephen? Are there, like, actual tailgate guys that we could meet, we could say hello to? Or is this just a, is this just a group that comes in and just absolutely <laughs> poaches? And, oh, man, who knows? I think they're just who dudes knows? that put up tents, but maybe okay. there are some tailgate guys. Maybe it's like, like Dude Perfect or something. Yeah. I'd like to meet them, men or women, tailgate guys. Okay, um, September 11th, Texas Southern, Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus. That game's going to be a 6 p.m. game. Stephen, will it be a little warmish September 11th at home at 6 o'clock? Yeah. Yeah, I wish we could get that started a little bit later, but that's okay. At least it's not. Remember that one year? It was like 120 outside, and they had that game at 2 or something. A one o'clock or two, and I thought, literally, you're going to be carrying our fans out of there. <laughs> Man, it was just so stupid. We, I just don't know if we have much say in this. It's like t- our TV partners seem to have all the say. We try to do as much as we can. I hated that we did. We had to call that Ole Miss game off, although I wanted that game at our place. I did not want to go to Houston. But I guess, Stephen, have we, have we just lost that altogether, the Ole Miss kickoff classic that's a thing of the past. We'll never play Ole Miss again. Whatever. Whatever. Tell Lane Kiffin to kiss it. All right. Uh, Texas Southern will be in Waco. That's Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus. That's a 6 p.m. kick. And then September 18th. Boom, boom, boom. That's going to be at Kansas. Okay, I may go to that one in Lawrence. And that's, again, Big 12 now. <laughs> Sounds like a... Some kind of thing I used to be on. I think that's the show I used to be on, like, after a game. In between, uh, like, at Big 12 Media Days, in between press conferences, they would cut to Matt Mosley, just fill in time. Yeah. No, after actual games, I was on a show, and I think it was called, like, I think it might have been called Big 12 Live. And then at one time, I was so mad because Gary, Gary and Art were at war with each other, Gary Patterson and Art Bryles, and I just – I just could not hide my green and gold. I went off on poor Gary. It's so crazy that Gary and I are as close as we are now because I was not kind to Gary that night. You remember that? Art had had something awful happen, tragic in his family. And then Gary, after the game, just went off on Baylor and Art and everything. And I thought, Gary, read the room. But Gary's our guy. I like Gary. All right, at Kansas, 
That's that's on ESPN Plus, and that game's going to happen at two thirty. Lawrence, Kansas, September eighteenth. Stephen, that's fine, right? Weather's going to be okay. Lawrence, Kansas, my it's probably fine. I bet it'll be in the seventies or something, sixties or seventies. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't care. I mean, the only reason I would ever go to Lawrence is to see Fog Allen Fieldhouse. I got no interest in ever seeing a football game there. Like I, I, I just can't. I mean, other than seeing Fog Allen and going to like the Naismith, whatever they have there, I think they have some kind of museum. That'd be the only reason you'd ever go to Kansas. Is that right, Stephen? I mean, like to Lawrence. Am I am I selling that short? Other uh, to see no, a Jayhawks Baylor game. That's about the only reason you'd ever go there. They Is still have a, right? They still have a track around their football field. It's it's not where you go to watch a football game. Tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> when I see when I think of that track, I think of Charlie Weiss out there running around. <laughs> don't you, don't I think they're still paying him. Oh, Charlie. All right, Stephen. See, in this fun. Tell Tom, tell tell those guys how much you love being on with me. Let those guys know how much you enjoy all this. Um, if 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 that is accurate, Stephen. All right, three twenty. Uh, here it's time. We need to we need to get it. We need to get very serious here. We've got the Big Twelve win totals from Bet Online, and we we've got every team in the Big Twelve, including Baylor. They're over under on win totals. This is a lot of fun to do. And we're going to let you play along at home, and um, and and we'll go ahead and give ours our uh, thoughts on it. And then some of you Red Raiders or Longhorns or Horn Frogs out there, um, y'all can weigh in as well. All right, these are Big Twelve win totals, and I'm very interested to see what people think because once again, the Red Raiders, boy, people are really down on them. We'll talk about it. And we'll do that next. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds today, but it's going to be a very humid day with high temperatures topping out right around 90 degrees. Increasing clouds tonight, we drop to 72, and tomorrow partly to mostly cloudy with a 40% chance of showers and a few thunderstorms and a high of 86. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for complete listing. You have a business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something? Then let the pros at Mallory Screen Printing and Embroidery do the job for you. They can customize your logo on t-shirts, caps, dress shirts, golf shirts, winter apparel, and more. Stickers for any occasion, banners and signs, large or small. See more at MalloryPrint.com or call 1-800-433-2220. For your next custom screen printing or embroidery, check out their full catalog at MalloryPrint.com. 
The Real Texas Gun Show Saturday, June 5th and Sunday, June 6th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll find preppers, survivalist supplies and equipment, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and so much more. So head on down to the Real Texas Gun Show, June 5th, 9 to 5, and June 6th, 10 to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. Graduation season is upon us, and Morrison's Gifts has the perfect gift to commemorate the graduates' great accomplishments. Since 1979, Morrison's Gifts has been Waco's gift store for personalized graduation gifts. John Hart ID wallets, duffels, laundry bags, and luggage for guys and gals, Consuela purses, and accessories, just to name a few. Always free gift wrapping and shipping to anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts, a proud Baylor alumni-owned business in the Brazos Place Center next to Jason's Deli. Don't you wish everyone spoke about you the way your mom does? You know, it's no wonder this guy made his mama proud. She always wanted him to be a doctor. Hi there, I'm the Foundation Doctor. That's Ronnie Weathorn, the Foundation Doctor. My team and I have accumulated over 70 years' experience dealing with Central Texas soils and foundations. We're always honest with you and would never suggest work you don't need. If we say we can fix it, we will. And our warranties, well, they're the best in the business. We treat your home like it's our mom's in hopes that you will speak as highly about us as she does. If you think you need foundation repair, you're in good hands with the doctor. If you don't believe me, just ask my mom. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. Texas Rangers continue their West Coast road trip tonight as they take a two-game slide into Seattle for a four-game series with the Mariners. First pitch at 9-10, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Astros open a three-game series with the Padres at home tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Crawford Lady Pirates softball try to even up their series with Italy for a trip to the state tournament. Tonight in Whitney, first pitch is at 6 o'clock. Temple Wildcats close out the spring tonight at Wildcat Stadium with the annual blue-white game. The festivities start at 5 with the middle school 7-on-7 and lineman challenge, and the game follows starting at 7 o'clock. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. something happening this Saturday, May 29th, from 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m., 30 a.m., okay, 10 to 11.30 a.m., a meet and greet with national champion Mark Vidal out there at Allen Samuels, all right, 201 West Loop 340, fun for the whole family. Join us for autographs, refreshments, and huge giveaways, including a $200 cash drawing and an awesome national champion gear gift basket from barefoot campus outfitter i like that place they've got some kind of cool retro type stuff that i like um 
Alan Samuels, they can't wait to see you out there. Ted Teague. Ted Teague will be out there greeting folks. So good to see the villain. He'll be out there, Vital. And, uh, Stephen, I would say Mark Vital, of everybody, I, I would have loved to have seen Mark navigate name, image, and likeness. I think he would have been the best at it. I mean, ever si- every, since his eligibility ended, this man has been either selling T-shirts, showing, I mean, th- this man knows how to get it done. And so I think that's very smart of Alan Samuels to get a guy like Vital because Vital works the crowd and people love him. You know, you don't want to get a quiet kid out there. You want a kid like Vital who will be everybody will love and it will be real exciting. So Alan Samuels, remember that this Saturday. Steven, get out there. Take the kids. Take a couple of kids. Ooh, you may have one, another one on the way soon. But uh, I'd like to take two of those kids out there to meet the villain. You think Abby would like Mark? Vital, I think so. I think she would. Oh I yeah, think I think so. Kick out of Mark Vital. I feel like rather. Mark's really good with kids. Yeah, very good. Rico was great with kids. When when my daughter was your kid's age, Rico gathers. You know, like put her up on his shoulders. That's pretty cool. Rico gathers, big huge man. All right, let's talk. Uh, of course, we're brought to you by uh, Central National Bank, CNB locations, Tula and Waco. One in Temple, one in Austin. Oh, what a job they do, an incredible job, and uh, we love talking about them. And I think that uh, I think that Brian Fonville would really like what we're about to talk about, okay? He, the man, I don't know. I don't know Fonville. He's, so, he's got some Baptists in his background, so the gambling angle may scare him a little bit. But Big 12 win totals, this comes from BetOnline AG. All right, that's some kind of online thing that Stephen uses. Um, we, uh, <laughs> I, I want to go through. I'm going to save Baylor for last, but I want to. I want our Longhorns, our Red Raiders, our Horn Frogs, our Pokes, uh, our Sooners out there. Do we have any Mountaineers out there? I want all y'all to participate because we're going to give you the over under. We're going to give you the win totals, and we're going to let you take the over or under on these things. And uh, if you haven't gambled before, basically the total is Vegas sets a number. All right, let's start with the University of Texas. The over-under they're setting is eight wins. So what they're trying to lure people into either taking the over or taking the under. If Texas ends up with only eight wins, then it's a push. Nobody wins. All right? But but you get your money back at least. It's just called a push. Now, with Sark going in there and some excitement around that program, new quarterback, I don't know what to expect from them. Uh, I think the reason they, they put a team like Texas at eight wins is because, much like the Cowboys, they know national fans, national gamblers love to come in on recognizable brands. University mm-hmm. of Texas is one of the biggest brands in college sports. So I think the thought is, if you say eight wins, that a lot of people are going to take the over. Matt, um, do you want to hear UT's non-conference schedule, who they have in non-conference this year? Yeah, give it to me real quick. So they play Louisiana Lafayette. All right. Then they're on the road in Fayetteville taking on Arkansas. Ooh, and okay. finishing up with Rice. All right. So two easy ones and, and kind of like a – I mean, you go up to Fayetteville, you never know what could happen there. 
And that team's getting better under that, that Pittman or whatever his name. They hired some O-line coach. I kind of like him. Sam Pittman, is, yep. Mm-hmm. Is Kendall still out there? Is Kendall with him as the offensive coordinator? He is, yes. Kendall Bryles. You remember him. Some people may remember that name. All right. Um, that's very interesting, Steve, and I like that background on Texas. I would say, and of course I'm no Longhorn backer, but I, I, you know, when it comes to this kind of stuff, I try not to mislead any people uh, when it comes to their money. Give me the over on Texas at an eight-win total. You can participate with us, 254-662-1660. That's 254-662-1660 is the CNC collision line. Steven, what are you taking there? I'm going to take the over as well. You know, Lafayette's not a bad team either. They Billy Napier is the coach there. They beat Iowa State last year, but I think Texas will take care of business. Uh, they're not going to sneak up on anybody. So if if they don't get more than eight wins, I think it's seen as a big disappointment. Um, I, I'm not buying like that Sark's going to come in there and suddenly go 11-1, and one, but I feel like 9-3 and three is possible. I got to be honest. I didn't really think about them being – now they've tried to rebrand themselves as Louisiana – so when you said Louisiana Lafayette, I was kind of thinking of like La Mama or La right. La. You yeah. know what I mean? All those directional schools. Yeah, it's very confusing since they're like Louisiana College. Yeah, now. Which ones are they, though? Who are the, They're not the Raging Cajuns? Or yes, they are. They the are. The Raging they're the Raging Cajuns. Cajuns. Okay. And you're right. They've, they're, they go by Louisiana now, but for a long time they were Louisiana Lafayette. Okay, sorry. I, I just I, I heard Lafayette, and I kind of discounted them, but I kind of like them. Okay, you're going to take the over as well. Okay, this is disrespectful. This is disrespectful to this program. I like Matt Wells. I like his wife. She's an old buddy of ours from college, Jen Wells. Used to be Jen Dirks. Um, She went to Baylor with us. They've set the over-under on Texas Tech. And again, feel free to weigh in on Texas and we'll read some of these on uh, some of these that you text in. But Texas Tech, the, the win total is four and a half. Well, I think that's kind of rude. So basically, they're not even given their their win total. They're not even giving them a bowl. You know, this year they'll get back to you have to have six wins to get in a bowl game. So they're not even getting them close to a bowl win. I, I'm going to take the over for the Red Raiders. Stephen, do you have their non-conference? I love it when you dig into some of those non-conference schedules. And while you do that, I'll yeah, I can get it here shortly. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Sorry, I, when you did it for Texas, I thought it was like a thing you were going to do. All right, um, no, no, you're right. Uh, so they play Houston, Stephen F. Austin, and Florida International. So two wins for sure. Houston could give them some trouble. Houston always is extremely athletic, but you never know what Houston's going to throw out there. But could go three and zero. I mean, if you get three wins, you can go scratch out a couple of wins in conference and get to five. My goodness, if you enter, if they're three and zero, you got to think between Kansas, Kansas State, West Virginia. I mean, you got to think they can go out there and get a couple more wins. I'm going to take the over on the Red Raiders, Stephen. Yeah, I'm going to take the over, too, just because I think they get to 3-0 and in non-conference play. I'm not a huge Matt Wells believer, but they also have a new quarterback, Tyler Shuck, who's a transfer from Oregon. Yeah. And, I mean, he lost his job there, but he was I mean, he was a good quarterback for them. So I think that's an upgrade from Henry Columbia, who they had last year. I, I say that's enough to get them to five wins. 
All right. Um, and, boy, their former quarterback went like to Michigan or somewhere. Alan Bowman, yeah, he's in Michigan. Mm-hmm. He's in the mix there. Okay, um, let's go with the Sooners. Everybody likes to see because the Sooners are generally the titans of this conference. They have run this conference for a lot of years. Sometimes people still bring up Texas. It's like, have y'all paid attention to who wins the conference every single year? It is the Oklahoma Sooners, as much as I hate to admit it. The over-under for OU is 11 wins. Mm-hmm. And they play Tulane, Western Carolina, and Nebraska in non-conference play. Yeah. The only really easy one of those three is Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to give them three wins there. What did you say that Nebraska game was? It's in Norman. All right. I thought Nebraska was trying to buy its way out of that or something. They were. Like they tried point. to get out of it, but it got leaked, and then they had to They had to go ahead and play it. it. Yeah. All right. I think this could be a push. I really like what they're doing here. Remember, Baylor had 11 wins a couple of seasons ago. It's doable. You can finish 11-3 and because I think that's what Baylor finished. Um, so, I think, that, I mean, if you go by history – Again, the hardest one for me is Iowa State because that team could be really, really good, and they've got a great coach and they've got a great quarterback back, you know, who, who seems to be back every single year. Uh, I, I'm going to go with the over for the Sooners. I'll go under here. Now, OU's getting some national title hype. I mean, they've been – I'm seeing on the national scene they're getting more and more love to maybe break through and win a playoff game this season. And I think Spencer Rattler's a great quarterback. I just – it's really hard to win that many games. And I know they've done it in the past. But if you trip up to Iowa State, they lost to K-State last year, so they have another one of those games. Then suddenly you could be looking at two or three losses. Uh, I'll take the under there. All right, real quick, let's get your take since it's your alma mater. Uh, the TCU Horned, uh, Horned Frogs come in at seven wins on their total. Got a veteran quarterback now who you seem to like. He's had his ups and downs, a lot of downs, but also some ups. He's an exciting guy. He's speedy. Um, and and the, the Horn Frogs certainly always have some great defensive backs and, and usually a lineman or two who are up for Big 12 uh, all-conference lineman status. And they lost that running back recently, but they still have some great Evans as a big-time uh, athlete at running back. Steven, what would you do on that seven-win total? I'll take the over there. I think their expectations are higher than that. If they, if you go under, I mean, you're talking about six wins or less. That's fighting for bowl eligibility again. That's a pretty big disappointment. Um, a lot of guys coming back on offense, Zach Evans and Quentin Johnson, were players that really came on at the end of the season. Their non-conference schedule is Duquesne, Cal, and SMU. And I could definitely see them going two and one because – Cal under Justin Wilcox is a pretty good team, and SMU, we know under Sonny Dykes, has gotten better. But I think even if that's the case, they're still able to navigate uh, five or six conference wins and, and, and get to eight, at least. Okay. All right. You think TCU may be, and again, that, that, that quarterback, um, he's a good one. I mean, I like him. He's a gamer, and he'll get out there and do the best. Okay, let's do the Baylor Bears. All right, let's focus in on the hometown team, my alma mater, and they have Baylor's over-under. And, again, you can participate and give your over-under uh, for Baylor five-and-a-half wins. 
Now, you got to be careful here because last year I thought coming off an 11-win season, they were being too tough on the Bears. Then COVID hit, and they got a brand-new coach, and they weren't really ready for the season. and It, it just not, nothing worked. It was a horrible season, and they got two wins. So I don't want to go too far the other direction. I would say they have three borderline All-American types on defense. I'm talking about Siaka, Apu, Ika, the uh, the big nose tackle that transferred from LSU. Um, I'm talking about uh, Terrell Bernard, the linebacker. And then I'm talking about number eight. The man who's the hybrid, the great hybrid, Jalen Petrie. Uh, and so I, I would say defensively, and then Boogie Barnes and Tejada are both really nice defensive backs. And Christian Morgan's a pretty good defensive back. So, and Dylan Doyle. So, as I sit here and, and say this, I can name off the top of my head six or seven defensive players I really, really like. And then you throw in those Temple kids that I like. Um, there, there's some good players on this defense. I just don't know what to expect from the offense, and we still don't know who the quarterback is going to be. I think Zeno's got a live arm, and he's probably the most likely guy to win it. If they go more with experience, high, high character, Gary Bohannon, if they go with the more off-schedule off type throws, more of what the new offense coordinator was was uh, thinking with Zach, you know, coming from Zach Wilson, then Shapin may win it. It's a three, you know, it's three guys, and anybody could get that. So, uh, I'm gonna go with the over. I don't feel great about it. I don't feel great about it, but I do think you get three wins at the first of the year, counting Kansas. And um, even though you got to go to Lawrence, boy, no one goes in. I'm, I'm kidding. That's an easy place to play. Steven, what are you going with here? I'll go with the over as well. I, that defense was so good last year. I think it'll be as good or maybe even better this season. And, I mean, they were able to stay in games, even, you know, against like Iowa State, OU for a while. Uh, Texas Tech was a coin flip game. They just sort of ran out of gas there at the end. So if the offense can just be slightly better, which I think is very possible with Jeff Grimes and a, a more kind of on-the-same-page offensive system this year. I know there's questions about the O-line and the quarterback. I think bowl eligibility is is definitely, though, in the mix for Baylor, and, and I'll take the over on that front. I like that. I like your enthusiasm for what the Bears may throw together. A lot of it's going to come down to quarterback play, and then they're going to have to figure out what they can do up front. They got the young man from Stephen Buffalo. Buffalo, Look, yes. Everybody's from Buffalo. Lee Pold came in, and he's taken over at Kansas. And also the uh, Grant Miller, the uh, young man from Vandy. He's their center yeah, now. Yeah, that mm-hmm. guy kind of excites me a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, they got they got Grant. Wait, is that the, they got Fred Miller's kid in there. Is that is that that kid? Is that Grant? I feel like he's the one uh, Fred Miller's kid transferred yes, in. Yes, that's correct. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Uh, it, that is our over and under two five four six six two sixteen sixty for five and a half wins. Are you taking the over or the under for Baylor? Texas is at eight. Red Raiders at four and a half. TCU at seven. And then for people that are um, Oklahoma's at eleven. Oklahoma State seven and a half. Kansas State's five and a half. Iowa State's nine and a half, and they're good. 
So that that's a tough one right there. West Virginia six and a half, and they've got Kansas with one win. That's just that's just horribly disrespectful to the young Jayhawks. All right, let us know, and we'll read some of these. And then Stephen, by the way, we still have to do our Schmaltz's trivia question, and I've come up with one. We'll do it all next. Recently on the John Moore Show. Thought about this and told a couple people in the press box yesterday. People have asked, man, what's it like to do a national championship game? What's Mm -hmm. that like? And I said, it's great. I mean, there's nothing like that uh, professionally. said, but you know what? You've got to do a lot of Baylor Prairie View A&M games before you get to a national championship game. And then last night, I find myself sitting there doing Baylor and Prairie View A&M. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Payments for qualified buyer with 4000 down and 2.9%. TTNL Extra. Seek dealer for details. Travelers back and so are the savings at the Memorial Day Savings Event at Richard Carr. Hit the road to the 2016 Buick Encore for only $152 a month. A 2016 GMC Sierra for only $318 a month. A 2018 Mercedes GLA for $334 a month. Or 2015 GMC Terrain for only $135 a month. 100% credit approval is always our goal. It's the Memorial Day Savings Event going on now at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you more. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based upon what it takes to help your company win. That's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflow and allowing you to better communicate within your organization and with your customers. Make your championship decision today with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com or call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. All right, I want to talk to you about the official attorney of the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox and Garrett Ross. His name is Craig Cherry. Known him forever. Went to law school with him, in fact. Uh, The man's become a a very respected lawyer uh, in the Waco, Central Texas area and has just joined the very prestigious firm Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry, Uh, Craig has obtained significant settlements and verdicts for his clients during his legal career and just ingenuity, relentless tenacity. And when it comes to litigation and trial strategy, regularly recognized by his peers at being the, the top of the list. Now, sometimes you hear in life, you got plaintiff's attorneys, personal injury lawyers, and you got defense attorneys. One of the great things about this uh, firm is they do a little bit of everything. And they'll share in the cost, and they'll defer the cost so that they share in the victories with their clients. That's a big deal. If you've had something awful happen to you, maybe you had a bicycle accident like what happened to me. And, and, you know, suddenly your income disappears, all those kinds of things. You need help. You need folks to, to weigh in for you. And Craig is unbelievable at this. I've been following him for years. We went to Baylor together, and then the man's become a great attorney. 
and we love having him on with us here on the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. Um, here is the phone number, 254-651-3690. Let me give that again. It's 254 651 Three six nine zero, and then you can check things out at swclaw.com. Again, that's swclaw.com. With a First Central Credit Union home equity loan, it's your choice. Your home's equity can provide the cash flow you need. Use cash for home improvements, debt consolidation, a new vehicle, college expenses, a wedding, dream vacation, a medical emergency, or any other unexpected or desired expense. Act now and enjoy no closing costs up to $75,000. Apply online at www.firstcentralcu.com for a quick local decision. Loan subject to credit approval and some restrictions apply. Offer valid through June 30th, member NCUA. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family and friends and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Slovakic Sausage in West. Texas Rangers continue their West Coast road trip tonight as they take a two-game slide into Seattle for a four-game series with the Mariners. First pitch at 9:10, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Astros open a three-game series with the Padres at home tonight. 7:10 first pitch. Crawford Lady Pirates softball try to even up their series with Italy for a trip to the state tournament. Tonight in Whitney, first pitch is at 6 o'clock. Temple Wildcats close out the spring tonight at Wildcat Stadium with the annual blue-white game. The festivities start at 5 with the middle school 7-on-7 and lineman challenge, and the game follows starting at 7 o'clock. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. Stephen Simcox alongside Matt Mosley. We are so pleased to be back together. There's all sorts of forces trying to keep us apart, but. Boy, I tell you, this is when we enjoy Stephen. Stephen's up to his old tricks there. As we work toward a holiday weekend, let's stay focused. I mean, we're almost there. Garrett Ross has just gone off. He's going to take like a five-day weekend, which good for him. Good for him. you got to have the gut sometimes just to say, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. And you all can just handle it. All right? That's easy for me to say, Stephen. You're the one who has to handle it when when Garrett just kind of walks out of the studio like this. But I would say that uh, we do need to do our schmaltzes. I repeat, our schmaltzes trivia question of the week. That is one of the great sandwiches in all of Central Texas. Schmaltzes has the location down in uh, right there in downtown Waco. Love going down there. Been doing it since Baylor. And then right off, uh, out there on Valley Mills. Really nice, spacious 
area there. I like that downtown crowd. You can just kind of hang out. But the, out there at Valley Mills, you can really spread out. And then I get that. When I, when I can get the jalapeno bread, I get it. Sometimes I'll do the twice-baked bread. Okay, that's, that's a good trick. Get the real kind of crusty bread, uh, crispy, I should say. And then, uh, and, then, and then get the schmaltz, which has all the sandwiches. I really wish I had one of those right now. Here's the trivia question. With Baylor losing today in the Big 12 tournament, and it uh, looks like their season could be over, sadly, uh, when was the last time Baylor went to the World Series, the College World Series? Now, sadly, along the way, Oh, man, you even have to go back to 2000. I remember that year. And then even after that, there were some years in Super Regionals. They were extremely close. An Arkansas game comes to mind. Golly, was Oklahoma State involved in one of those things? Anyway, there were some real close calls that they did not get past. Uh, But the last time they went to the College World Series, what year was it? What year was it? And – First answer wins. And again, okay. that's 254 662 1660. Let us know. 254 662 1660. What do you win? Well, you would win two free coupons, two free sandwiches at Schmaltz's. Love Schmaltz's. I like to go there any chance I get. So, uh, text us if you know the answer to that. The, the last time. The Baylor Bears went to the College World Series. I'll give you one hint. Mickey was not coaching at that point. Mickey had already had already retired. I believe that would have been Steve Smith coaching the Bears at the time. That's the one hint I'll give you. Steve Smith's buddy, John Grisham, the famous author. They somehow uh, became great friends when he was at Ole Miss. Was he Mississippi State or Ole Miss? Anyway, one of those Mississippi schools. All right, Stephen, do we have an answer? Has anybody answered it correctly? I know they're flowing in. Keep looking. <clears throat> and we'll get a name because sometimes mm-hmm. people forget to attach their name to it. Yes, so, we do have a uh, good, We have good. a right answer. We have multiple right answers, but our f- first correct answer was from Travis, who lives out in Axtell. And it was uh, the 2005 season. Okay. All right. Used to do some camping out in Axtell. I like Axtell out that direction. Uh, Travis, uh, you played, you won. And uh, all you'll need to do is uh, uh, we'll get some information from you and then um, uh, via text through Stephen there. And then you can come by the station. And that's a little bit of a drive on into Waco from Axtell. But I bet Travis makes the drive in and for two sandwiches. I bet he would drive from anywhere to eat at Schmaltz's. Thank you, Travis, and congratulations. Thanks for everybody who played because every time we give that, a lot of folks get involved. All right, um, Stephen, uh, we, we do have a little bit of Dak and Jalen, and, boy, there was some news about Jalen getting Romo's, um, getting Romo's jersey. And, and I, Stephen, I hope you weren't too concerned about that. Most of our people thought it was okay, but they didn't understand. It was funny. It was they were more worried about Jalen's um, his decision making skills, thinking that why would you pay like five hundred grand for a number if there's a chance a year from now you're going to get cut? Does that make a lot of sense? I thought that was good. I thought that was good on our people to think of that. 
And so that was one of the interesting things. But I want to let people hear from Dak just a little bit. This was Dak during yesterday's OTAs and um, maybe two days ago. Today's Thursday. I think this did happen Tuesday. This is Dak on not having any limitations on what he can do with that severe ankle injury that he's, he's coming back from. No, I wouldn't say I'm necessarily limited. I think we're just being cautious and uh, being smart in the fact of I'm not doing things when there's a pass rush or, or guys, you know, potentially falling at the legs or so or something of that nature. But um, as far as saying I can't do drills or I can't do something, uh, I'm pretty much full go. All right. They said that if there was a game tomorrow, he'd play. He could start. But obviously there's no reason to do that, no reason to push it too much. And um, they're just going to be cautious. I don't think they'll be like the Utah Jazz and, like, hold him out of the first game and shock everybody. If he's ready to go, he's ready to go. The Jazz get beat by Memphis in game one. Then last night, Donovan's jumping all over the place. He looks great. I got no clue why they kept him out of that game one. Did you see that, Steven? Did you see how good Donovan Mitchell looked for Utah last night? He was fantastic. And, yes, no, no, uh, no real explanation as to why they, they sat him for that ankle injury in game one. Although John Morant is awesome. Memphis is point. That Grizzlies team is fun, man. And yes, Jaws are incredible. He did try to climb Gobert's tree last night, though, and that did not work for him. <laughs> 47 points in that game last night. John Morant, the second year point guard from Memphis. Went to play. Where'd he, where'd he come from? Remind me, Stephen. Did he play at like a mid major? Murray, Murray State, I think. Golly, Murray State. You're right. He's so awesome. All right, let's hear one more of these. This is Dak talking about the process of learning to trust, to trust his ankle. It's been fun. Uh, I mean, I had great doctors and great trainers and everybody that played a part in this rehab. So um, just just to trust that everything that I've done and to trust myself that all the work that I've put in, that the ankle is fine, that uh, some of these movements are, it's more about the psychological effect of uh, me not being able to do them rather than my leg can't do them. So just to, to trust it, to push it, um, but just to know I've got, as I said, take care of my body as well on the back end, that uh, those days and those times when I do push it to the, to the um, further extent that I'm not that I'm hurting myself or giving me a chance that I have to take a step out. Okay. Okay. It sounds very positive. I like his mindset. And for those that, that didn't really pay attention to the OTAs, got some good footage of him, some good pictures of him firing the ball around, looking downfield, got picked off once. I'm trying to think who got that. Oh, yeah, DeAndre Burton. He went deep on a play, and DeAndre Burton jumped up there and caught it. Amari uh, – Sat out for whatever reason. I mean, who knows? Who, I mean, I don't understand some of these things, OTAs. Um, I don't want to overreact. Zeke didn't even show up for the practices. He apparently was out there in the building. I don't know why he wouldn't be out there for the OTAs, but he wasn't. Okay? Let's not go crazy. It's not like Aaron Rodgers not showing up. I don't think we should read too much into it, other than the fact that when I was a young Cowboys beat writer, when Larry Allen wasn't showing up to the offseason workout program of Bill Parcells, I got sent to his house. His neighborhood out there in Coppell, the big monstrous door that you would imagine for uh, Pro Football Hall of Famer Larry Allen, and there was a young Mosley. I was six one, when I was about at that point about six one one eighty, and there I am just not not knocking on Larry Allen's door in his neighborhood. Not good, not good, and a scary moment. All right, Stephen, that's all I have for story time today. We have. A man they call Touchdown Tommy Barfield waiting 
in the wings. Stephen, can you can you give us a little bit of just a quick idea of what Tommy has planned today? Pat Combs at 415. He was on the uh, Baylor radio broadcast today, so he'll be talking about the Bears and their NCAA tournament hopes. And uh, we're going to dig into some baseball talk with Tom today. We're going to talk about kind of where Major League Baseball is at, all these no-hitters this year, and the product in general. So we'll have that as well. We'll touch on some Big 12 uh, win-loss totals also. That's all coming up next on Game Time. All right. Get it going. And uh, tell me how – check in on that Italy game. I heard, I heard Ward talking about Italy. I used to drive through there constantly. Can you hear us in Italy? Text us if you can. Love your community. Always used to stop at that Dairy Queen. The Dairy Queen's not open anymore. So I have to go the other direction. McDonald's is the only other side of the road when I'm kind of flowing through there. All right, guys, everybody have a great one, and we'll see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Game time is next.